Welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. So, uh, so thankful that you guys could tune in and listen to this with us tonight. It's a little bit of another just kind of weird special night. You know, no Chris again. Missing Chris 100,010%. Uh, he's out having a great time, I think, uh, at a little New Year's Eve thing. We're having our own New Year's Eve thing. It's a huge, full house here, uh, as big, packed as it's ever been in my bedroom, <laughs> except for that one crazy night I had. Uh, good least. day, Patrick. Hey, good day, Emily. Hi. Good day, Chad. Good day. Good day, Rob. Good day. Man. Feels good. It feels good. I'm just, you know, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. You guys, and when I say guys, hey. Patrick, Rob, Chad, you guys have your own podcast getting off the, the ground. Is that um, right? We imagine that we do. We, we have several really good, podcasts yeah. in various stages of development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a couple that are just in my imagination, yeah. but they're really good. No, they're great. You told me about them. Yes. We're a lot like uh, NBC. In that we uh, the biggest losers. Yeah, <laughs> that it is exactly it. We uh, we are constantly developing shows that are uh, going to be critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. and just never come to fruition. And then people write blog posts about us and how disappointed they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm um, I'm subscribed to your Twitter feed, and I've gotten nothing. I've gotten absolutely no updates, nothing. Well, from you guys, who's your PR dude? Chad, are you PR? <laughs> Um, I don't think so, but that could be the problem. Maybe I am. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't know about meeting it. Where you, we discussed, shit. Okay, you know, I didn't get the memo. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> the, you didn't get the memo I, that you were supposed to write that you were yeah. the PR. Okay. <laughs> I'm the Treasury Secretary, it's and a, Chad is the kind of a Secretary broken of PR, system. and Patrick is the Secretary of Defense. Well, I don't have any friends, so I'm not a good PR guy. I can't really, you know, get our name out there. <laughs> yeah, don't I've told put that my, on I've your. I've told my parents about us, and that's they're very excited about it. Uh, Pamela is a very supportive listener. <laughs> she is, yes. You don't put that on your PR resume. No friends. <laughs> uh, lack knowledge. I'm a really of nice media. guy, but I don't have any friends. No friends. Supportive parents. Ch- <laughs> Chad Halligan, PR expert. My mom loves me. <laughs> what is the idea for you guys' this podcast? What What's the theme? What's What's going on? Um. Well, a lot of it's a. a I guess it would be like a lifestyles podcast. It's coming off a lot of. Uh, these two guys, Chad and Rob, in college had a uh, a radio show uh, called the Sunday Night Sex Show. Ooh, um, it was a mild hit on yeah. campus. Sounds like you're underselling a little bit. It sounds like it would be. Yeah, we had, we had upwards of double digit listeners. Sometimes uh, we had times. like twenty five. Yes, sometimes and mostly Dang. nine. Yeah, mostly uh, nine. Yeah, but every so often we got. I have a huge regret. I have a huge regret because in all throughout college I worked at this pizza place and which pizza place. Grant's Pizza, baby. Oh, you worked at Grant's? Hell yeah. I was drunk at Grant's. At I probably <laughs> checked your ID, you faker. I probably miss... Probably. I actually probably let you through with a fake. Probably. Freshman, sophomore uh, year. Grant's had a great taco pizza. I just want to put that out there. They yeah, <laughs> they used to. The place is out of goddamn business. Uh, Brooklyn's bullshit. <sighs> Fuck Brooklyn you, Brooklyn bullshit. Central. That's what it should be called. Oh, God. Anyway, don't get this me started on El- that. This is an Ellen's cast. <laughs> Somehow so very quickly it. turned into that, yeah. So uh, there's this guy that always came in like every week, and he was one of the main dudes, producers at the, at the Central 88.1, The Berg. The Berg. The Berg. And I, I always was like, man, that sounds fun. At the time, I thought it'd be cool to do like a politics thing, a politics show. I don't know if I could have pulled that off, but I was like, ooh, that sounds so much fun. That sounds awesome. And it's like I – it's kind of thing where like I literally had an application and just never turned it in. And turns out down the road, all of a sudden I'm into this type of – shit and i wish i had that four five seven years under my belt because college took forever eight years of college down the toilet yeah Mm -hmm. with nothing to show for how many years did college take you no i it was well i took a year off there it took six overall with a year off and two degrees both Uh, of them undergraduate what are your two degrees in economics and finance oh Hmm. that sounds like it might actually be useful we're finding that out. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Talk to me in a few years. Music no, it never all. sounded like it was going to be useful. And it, so you did music? I did music, yeah. Nice. How? how so. I mean, did, would you know you were going to do that going in, or did you Um, I kind of was just like, I've done music for a while, and I don't really like other things, so I'm just going to do music. Um, they had a new music. Or no, you didn't go to Central. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I did yes. Not. not everyone in the world went there, did they? Uh, everyone worthwhile did. 
They did have a. <gasps> Says the girl true. that went to PSU, and that's not Penn State. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's not Penn State. Well, it's a good thing you didn't go to, didn't go to Penn State. Sounds like everybody yeah. that went there just got sexually molested, Fucking and that's shit, it. Man. No, those kids weren't a high school, college age. <laughs> no, <they're>, <laughs> Sandusky <laughs> was not interested in the college age people. That and was the, half the issue. Well, it wasn't just college age. It was the uh, female part of it, too. He wasn't too True. into. I really wasn't so his you demographic were, for yeah, once. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, lucky you. I, I mean, really... I hit on him that one time at the bar, and he wasn't interested, so <laughs> guessing not. He's like, hey there, Mr. Miss. Uh, okay. Well, next. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs, ooh, over it. No. I really no. do feel bad for those wives, though. You know, there are always those wives that are usually Republican guys sent up at some press conference, and they're like, you know, uh, 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 sucking another man's dick is just not... <laughs> The, the the William I know, you know, it's like, okay. He's having a crisis. He's having a crisis. How many people can say that sucking a dick is the William they know? Well, yeah. A they, lot of gay men probably, yeah, actually. Yeah. Gay Williams. <laughs> yeah, but like or outside of... of gay Williams. Yes. Outside of that, how many people can be like, yeah, it makes sense that he came out of the closet. He was always sucking <laughs> a lot of dicks. Oh, Willie? Yeah, oh, Willie. That, that guy chugs cock. Oh. <laughs> Bill? <laughs> Always thought he was a snorkeler. <laughs> yeah, it's like when that late. Remember when that guy he got caught tapping his foot at like the Minnesota bathroom stall, which mm-hmm. is like this universal sign. Apparently, don't ask me, but apparently that means like, hey, you you want a little one well, that, little backdoor level? Huh. Isn't that how yeah. Mr. Manager George Michael got caught? <laughs> it could be the foot tap in the bathroom. I think. Yeah. Well, uh, Just oh, manager. sorry that I'm a I'm an expert on celebrity sex scandals. <laughs> uh, no, but to my knowledge, George Michael, like, he was at a, like, a, a stall, like a pee stall. I mean, a urinal. That's what they're called. <laughs> a pee stall. You know, the stand-up pee zone. And, and like, a guy came, stood next to him, and, which is weird, let's be real. Yeah, you as a guy, a a buffer you zone. don't just go stand next to somebody, and then he, like, did the look down, Ooh. like he's in Ace Ventura trying to find the Super the Bowl Super ring. Super Bowl ring, yeah. And then the guy was like, oh, hey, what's up? And then George Michael was like, oh, hey, what's up? And then, besides and my being busted. And what you're saying is George Michael just took it on faith. You gotta have a little faith. <laughs> Did you- Look, George Michael just wants your sex, so you gotta have faith that it's not gonna be just a careless whisper. Man, that Limp Biscuit remake was just the shit. Am I right? Which well, which one? Can uh, we do some uh, green? Faith? Can we do some Green Day oh, yeah. references? Well, because it- <laughs> I love Green Day. Oh man. We used to request that, the Limp Biscuit version, like in high school dances uh-huh. and stuff, and they'd be like, they'd come on the little PA, like, okay, we're gonna play this song, but there will not be any moshing or pushing. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, no problem, dude. That's right. We'll be cool. We'll be cool. We're just gonna stand here and tap our feet. <laughs> all, all 13 of you at Ellensburg High School. <laughs> if that. It was so much fun. Yeah, though. how big was your graduating class? How it wasn't actually that bad. And we were 3A. We probably graduated like 230, is my guess. Um, it's not bad. So shut up, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. We had a large, large school and large town. Look, man, Ellensburg's got an IHOP now, so uh, they are rolling in modernity. I know. You know, this is, this is the state of, of like Ellensburg. All right, I'm not going to name any names, but I was telling one of my friends back home when I went back, I was like, you know what? Chris Shipman. Not, not Chris. Will you name names? Even please? if it was Chris, I wouldn't <laughs> say it, but not Chris. I went. I was like, you know, Ellsberg needs a breakfast joint. We got this place like down the street yeah. called Stepping Stone. It's just absolutely unbelievable diner food. What do you, what beautiful. Do you, what do you consider Perkins? Yeah, okay, but it's Perkins a chain. Is a chain. And it's, it's shitty. It's not even. You're shitting on my joke, Patrick. Shut up. Keep going. And I said they need a diner quality, like some awesome, like dry, divers, dry, divins and dives. Like they mm-hmm. need a place like that. Dozen sacks. Then one of my friends was like, Yeah, sacks. but we just got IHOP. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. That's my, what I mean. Uh, my favorite episode of Dinosaur Starbucks and Dives is when he went to the IHOP in Ellensburg. <laughs> I know. It's, it's yeah. like so eye-opening about food preparation and plating yeah. and just... I really like I like how Guy Fieri is always like kind of like leading the guy like oh you can add a little garlic salt not not the garlic powder garlic salt he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's like yep all right cool yeah because that's gonna bring out the flavor it's like he's got to act like he knows stuff about food you know what I, I mean? okay so I know Guy gets a lot of shit right like he has a shitty Times Square restaurant that everyone <laughs> hates yeah <laughs> which whatever I want to go to New York to just eat at that restaurant though. I'd go. I mean, sure. I w- I hate that I would go. Like it would be, and I'd be really. <laughs> How was your trip to New York? <laughs> oh, oh I don't know. Twenty four seven, Guy Fieri, baby. 
I just love him in that show because he's so enthusiastic. And I love enthusiasm. Like, I'm an enthusiastic person just by nature. Well, fuck off, Patrick. But <laughs> just, like, by nature. And so when he, I don't know, they're in these tiny little diners. And they're drive-ins in these tiny li- and dives. Right. <laughs> exactly. And there's, like, these old ladies that are just making these old recipes or whatever. And they're just, like, these frumpy old women. He's like, oh, my God. Like he has these like on screen moments oh, I'm where he's eating. Change my pants, right? Like he's like he's having these moments with his brisket. It's just it's adorable. He's having a moment oh. with brisket. <laughs> I want to see the places that he doesn't like because I feel like it'd be really depressing. Oh, it's on a like, it's uh, this other show called Anthony Bourdain's No <laughs> Reservations. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite part is when he eats something and then like he just stops and like turns and like walks away like. I it's too even, much. I he can't, can't even, even deal yeah. with this. Like this is too good. And it's like it's like when David Blaine does a really good magic trick and he just has to leave. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leave him in awe. David David Blaine, man, is it real or is it magic? I think it's both. It's a bunch of That's bullshit. His new special, absolutely. <laughs> I, his special fuck you, thing. Danny. <laughs> I don't like what people think. He's like, I'm gonna move the island of Manhattan, and you're like, No, you're not. <laughs> but he might. He no, could. He, he could do it. No. Yeah, but he, he can won't. like stand in ice for if a he long couldn't time, do so he'd it, probably do anything. If he couldn't do it, Chris Angel could definitely do it. <laughs> Chris Angel is a superior magician. Yes. I mean, that's a known fact. It's, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, The Prestige was a great movie, but that's not how magic really works. You can't no. start duplicating your body and bending the rules of physics. You haven't been trying hard enough. I haven't. I haven't tried at all. When was the last time you attempted magic? <laughs> It's been so long. It was a few days ago Too for me. Too long. <laughs> I, I stopped trying to attempt magic after I saw that documentary, uh, Catch Me If You Can. Not Catch Me If You Can. Uh, whatever. Ah, oh, damn it. My joke's ruined. Whatever Jesse Eisenberg was in. You're just you shitting me. on jokes left and right. <laughs> yep. What? Now You See Me? Now You See Me. Catch Me If You Can. Now You See Me. Are they not in the same series? They're in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously. Yeah, no. Frank Abagnale Jr. One of those Junior, has Leonardo he... DiCaprio. The other one doesn't. I love to catch, uh, catch me if you can. Is Woody uh, Harrelson and not and Leonardo DiCaprio are they not the same person? I thought it was like a stage name situation. <laughs> the other one with Jesse Eisenberg, I heard it was horrible. The, What's that one? The catch Social Network. N- nope, nope. The Magic one. The one we were just the talking about. Catch me if you can. No. <laughs> catch me if you can. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Uh, two Towers. <laughs> no, I I watched it. It was a. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a movie. <laughs> um it was i enjoyed it like yeah. i'm glad i didn't pay nine dollars in the theater to see it um not like i did with grudge match so good right <laughs> you actually paid for grudge match <laughs> danny look at me i don't know you that well <laughs> you could have gone to that danny look at, i'm a grudge match fan that's my two favorite things. i mean i'm a sly stallone fan come on baby kevin hart that guy and Old i wouldn't want to get in the ring with him right now he'd kick the shit out of me most I don't people, know about Robert De Niro. Most people kick, kick the, the shit, shit out of, of me. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Danny, Danny, Danny. De Niro, you know, I I feel like they, they came to... They came? They came. That's a word you can use oh, in a sentence. Not he did say, erotically. He did say came. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. This guy. This guy. <laughs> Killing it tonight, Patrick. Boom! <laughs> I feel like they came, Sylvester Sloan probably came to De Niro and was like, we're going to do this this boxing movie and like, you're going to need to get juiced up for it you're gonna need to hit the weights and it's like sly stallone showed up with the bulging pecs and the biceps and de niro's like oh fuck like he doesn't look like he's in any sort of shape whatsoever and uh it looks bad because of that basically but it's hard to get 65-year-old men to look like they're 25, yeah. Wait, right? is this the new the new one coming up? Is Boxing, it, yeah. Isn't Kevin Hart in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's in like 17 movies. Yeah, right is now. Kevin Hart, is there anybody else that's like having a meteoric rise any I faster than him? him. I, yeah. Isn't he like 5'4"? Like he's really he, short. Yeah, he is. He's adorably tiny. Yeah. And he's is it, That's always a fun fact to find out. Yeah. I can't decide. I need to see him more, but I... I can't decide if it's just straight up racism, <laughs> subliminal racism makes me not think he's super funny. It's like probably every, everyone thinks he's so funny. Subliminal racism? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In I, all racism. I'm saying, all I'm saying is that one person in this room has has shouted um, explicitly before in favor of slavery, and it wasn't me. When you get on the stage, 
you <laughs> sign an unwritten agreement that you can say <laughs> things about racism that are that you okay. You can just champion. You can slavery. finally speak your heart. You on can stage. champion slavery. It's acceptable. All right, well, well, Rob, you answer me this: Is this a racist dick? Now move? I'm going to say that I did major. Slavery? I did major in African American history. Okay. So I okay. am the perfect person to talk about this because he is. Yeah, yeah, I have absolved all, right. all my white guilt. All right. <laughs> You've paid your dues. I mean, not really, because I still have a lot of student loans out there. But I mean, <laughs> you, you've written your name down to pay back yes. those dues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they told me, Danny, this is your big moment, last class of the year. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, what you're going to do here is your character is going to be someone who is is a is a young person in the con- in the Confederate <laughs> States during Civil War, uh-huh. and you're de- and you are. Telling your dad that you want to go off and fight for the Confederacy. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I told him that I am in favor of slaves. I mean, like nothing like the obvious. Like to me, the obvious conclusion would have been like, I want to represent our family. I want to protect our farmland. I'm really well, passionate about states' rights. But Danny's like, no. Yeah, states' rights slavery. is just like the nice I way love, of saying I love slavery. I love I oppression. Like I love of, oppression. There were a lot of people back, back then who were pretty big fans of slavery. You know, I, I had a pretty big racist moment uh, last time I did improv, and I think Patrick was there for it, and I didn't even mean it, because I meant to say Persian cats, and I was just ah! talking. <laughs> I forgot the, the cats part. I bring it out in people. Wait. I don't know. I don't even know exactly what I said, but I said something about I won't just give that to any Persian. And I was working with a guy who was of of that area Persian of descent. Right, right. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. He was, was in the movie. Talking about cats. <laughs> you said you were like you were like we won't adopt cats out to like people, especially not Persians. <laughs> Persians are notorious for their treatment. and it was just like like the way she cats. said it when she said like I meant cats. I was like, oh yeah, I can see that. But it totally looked like you were talking about the dude. <laughs> Which, in retrospect, Maybe you meant both. really explained the awkward laughter that the whole room was doing. But at the time, I was like, they just didn't get my joke. Like, they just weren't sure if it was funny. But it's because they thought I was an actual racist. I think mm. the people in the room just described the awkward laughter that was being experienced. What? <laughs> it, was a collection, it was a collection of awkward people. Well, Don't I, fucking roll your eyes at me. Better way to follow up awkward people with an awkward silence. So. Yes, I know. <laughs> really it sounds like it sounds like from what I'm hearing that I was in the right, you were in the wrong. That's <laughs> what think, I'm hearing. Yeah, but you're saying, right. I mean, there's right. a number of things you could do when you're given you're a young boy going to fight for the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. Slavery is one of them. <laughs> I don't have any issues with it. It's not like they're like. Can you do a scene? You're a Wall Street banker. You're like, like, I I hate black people. (laughs) It's 1975. (laughs) You're on Wall Street. (laughs) I I miss the slaves. (laughs) They would be doing our trading for us if it was still around. (laughs) No. Instead, they're like, it's 1861. They're coming for your unpaid workers. There are a lot of races. Credit for being historically accurate. Well, in this day and age in our country, it's a good thing I even knew. What the Confederacy meant and what war we were even talking about. Wait, yeah. this is a real thing. I thought I thought you were just I thought you, you were, were just there, No, I know. I didn't know the Confederacy was a real thing. Mm. I thought you were. Yeah, just I know. It's racist. when all the superheroes get together. <laughs> oh right, yeah. It's DC's version of the Avengers. Ugh, the worst the Confederacy. Fuck DC. So I saw uh, American Hustle. How? Ooh, me ago. too. Um, or as I like to call it. Amy Adams side boob. Mm. You know what? Nice. With a body like that, she can have as much side boob as she mm. wants. It's a side boob all day, all night. It was so She's beautiful. Great. I don't, Jesus Christ. Can we, yeah, let's just have an Amy Adams appreciation cast. <laughs> I would, though. I would, no. And Jennifer, well, it was funny because I, I watched some of The Office today, and it happened and to be one of the, the episodes where she was in it. She's it in wasn't the first, first episode, but it was later when she was dating Jim. Oh, and so right. I saw her, and I was like, I'm seeing not nearly enough, enough side boob. Yeah. It's not almost not existent. Always be showing the Office boob. never gave me the side boob I crave no. I'm from Kevin. <laughs> Most, I'm not being an asshole here, um, just because. Yeah, I, you probably are. I'm probably, but uh, who so, was Amy Adams on The Office? She was only on there for about three or four episodes. She if came. That. Yeah, what, she started. What, she, she came in like the end of the first season, like those six episodes. Yeah. She was selling purses 
then Jim asked her out, and they were dating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And she, yeah. He eventually dumped her. I kind of because it was obvious she, he started to like Pam. You know he yeah. did, but like you know, yeah. it was like right after okay. he and Pam had a moment. It, I've been yeah. rewatching The Office lately for some reason. I've rewatched The Office like eight times. Jim and Pam are uh, so Tim bad. And Don. I could answer yes. if you have oh, any no, trivia. Sorry. Bam! I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> you only, you've only seen the British version. You refuse to watch the. Uh, I've was, I've never seen the American version. Yeah. I've only seen the British version. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Have you only seen the British version of Downton Abbey too? <laughs> um, not as a joke. They did hire him to write an American version of that show, basically called The Gilded Age, and it's set in the twenties. And I am super pumped for oh, it. Oh yeah, because you were huge into Great Gatsby, and you're just all about the nineteen. Okay, now. I'm gonna be honest. Great Gatsby, terrible book. Downton what? Abbey, great show. <laughs> Clearly, Fitzgerald's full of you shit. You didn't like The Great Gatsby as the book. No. <laughs> Well, there you have it. It's a shit book, <laughs> well, I guess. Great podcast, and we're done. <laughs> kind of flies in the face of a lot of uh, analysis. You should do a review podcast where you just review shit <laughs> that people like, and yeah, you're you just put, like, it's yeah. fucking terrible. No, you should put famous literature on blast on your podcast. <laughs> just Here's why down. Godfather Part 1 and 2, <laughs> just complete garbage. Part, part three? 3? Woo! When they so bring, oh, when they bring oh, in Sofia oh, Coppola. Oh, very loud. <laughs> Check those yeah, levels. The levels aren't made for Ric Flair woos. <laughs> yeah. Great Gatsby was one of like three books that I liked being forced yeah, to I, read I, I in I high Great school. Gatsby. It was like Great Gatsby and Handmaid's Tale were my two. Do you guys in Handmaid's Tale? No. Margaret no, Atwood? Must be an East Never Coast read that thing. one. Not on the easy coast. <laughs> I'm all on that mandatory reading, John. <laughs> You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down uh, on the record as saying that I don't think American Hustle is a great movie. You didn't like it? Mm, not so much. Okay, so here's my here are my feelings. Mono e mono. Yeah. Let's duke it yeah. out. Please watch spoilers. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not gonna spoil it at all. What I'm gonna say is, and this is probably just me, I found the plot a little hard to follow because I was a little sleepy. Who so who's seen it here? I Chad? Seen it. No. no. Rob? No. All right. So no spoilers though, but I I found it a little hard to follow. It's probably because I ate my whole bob bag of popcorn in the first twenty minutes. It was a little, I was a little full. You're bloated. Well, exactly. <laughs> and this movie theater that was like a piece of shit my whole life. They just recently renovated. Because it's in PA. Right. It's in Pennsylvania. It's in my hometown. They recently recently renovated, and there's recliners. So mm. I was I was real relaxed. Um. I found it a little hard to follow, but I slept I through the second think, half. My mom said she was. I was asleep for the first 30 minutes. <laughs> um, I found it a little hard to follow, but I think the cast was amazing. And I think that the costuming and the set work to, you know, cause it's, it was a, a period piece, I suppose, um, was really great. It is a period piece. <laughs> Menstruation. Am I right? <laughs> What's that? Gross. <laughs> the thing is with me is that it's listed as a comedy not a comedy it's not particularly funny no. although i did think that uh jennifer lawrence was pretty funny in yes. certain mm-hmm. parts uh and i thought that christian bale did a great job mm-hmm. he, that, that character was like sold he that he was the highlight to me yeah besides amy adam's side boob which was just knocked it out of the park. Right. yeah babe ruth style Grammy. moonshot let's Number get an oscar a. for her Wa-bam. side boob. yeah can yeah. she get supporting actress i was gonna say she's not wearing a bra <laughs> she should get three awards one for her and two for her tits Where, but was it supported though that's the real question well i'm judging there was the, zero yeah, support no, from, ooh, oh no it was the 70s support. it was just perky and, and yeah and they're just a little yeah, little headlights peeking out. <laughs> and as the movie went on, it seemed to get more and more. I was like, oh, they gave us a little taste, and no, now they're going to pull getting, back. No, no. The he- they kept yeah. it rocking. The necklines were getting deeper and two deeper. Two and a half hours in. Getting... Wait, deeper Vs? Deeper Vs. <laughs> the deepest of yeah. Vs. Love, we were almost at like J-Lo belly button status. Ooh, that is like Mariana's Trench, V-deepness. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need a submersible yeah, you need, with some real too serious much pressure when the v thick gets windows that to get down to that. <laughs> Could crush you. Yeah, yeah. You lose power J-Lo's, down there, and you're gonna yeah, die. Yeah, Jalo's V you know could I mean? crush me. Yeah, <laughs> it crushed me. I was, <laughs> I lost my breath. But yeah, it's you know, it's just not a great story. It's the whole thing. It's just a lot to follow. I thought the yeah. acting was great. It yeah. wasn't a good story. Yeah, it just the story wasn't good it's, enough. It's based on a real thing. Right. Yeah, it said some of it is true. It's based on some vague. It's not. Yeah, the app scam scandal. Yeah, it's I mean, not like, it's not gonna be like. 
scene for scene. We well, think this like, is all accurate. The, like their title card that comes well, up at the beginning. Yeah. It says, yeah. some of this is true. Right. Yeah. You can take a story that's pretty mediocre and make it into a great movie because well, yeah. it's interesting. This was like, but, yeah. you didn't I mean, do I'm anything great did, with it. Did, did that... Did that not maybe uh, can the fact that it is true contribute to the fact that it was kind of a it wasn't like a they felt story. constrained? Yeah, and that probably it maybe wasn't a coherent probably. story. I haven't seen it, so I don't. know. It's not that it wasn't a coherent story. It's just that it was such a mediocre story. It just there. It's they they the well, way that it's, it's presented like, as if it's this kind of interesting. Ooh, ooh, what's happening? And that's kind of like uh, all well, right. Wasn't absolutely at every like the, turn. It kind of is a letdown until wasn't the, that like the yeah. first like white collar crime bust though is i mean one of the first uh, big ones yeah so i mean like attention well there's a few reasons it's it's rich people you guys know about this this crime right so you guys know a little bit so it's not too much of a spoiler yeah to go to and to you guys know history right (laughs) yeah my parents gave me the the book that like the well the book that first of all okay here's here's one rule for christmas it's not satisfying to watch people that don't seem to be bad people like take the fall you know, they go down, but for, like, barely anything. And the it mayor. makes it seem yeah. as if they're going to, like, get them off, but they don't. There's never, like, an antagonist that actually gets it in the end or anything. There's nothing like Man, that at I all. I hate movies where they don't get off at the end. <laughs> I mean, no, I was getting off several <laughs> Again, times. side boop him, right? I know. I've been watching a lot of movies where it's just all them getting off, like, the whole time. It's really great. There are a bunch of them on the internet for free. Chad, that's pornography. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah chad you're getting into That's some real wait was this don john is that what you watched <laughs> it's i i don't know what it was it was just on the internet i just typed in some random just stuff on google side boob. yeah side, side boob. boob girl mouth penis <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was my tumblr how did you know <laughs> i follow you <laughs> i think that we need to get our collective minds together and and figure out how to make a a short or something because my mindset is weird and especially movies like that where i'm like thinking about how you'd make it and it's this weird sort of probably narcissistic thing where i'm like ooh, i would have done that different like the first like four minutes of the movie to me were this sort of dumb wasted time and i was like ooh, i didn't like the first scene in that movie yeah i didn't like it either and it the way uh, okay too. to me it's a big deal when they that first that time from the, the time the movie starts the time they put that the name up you know what i mean mm-hmm. something happens and then you're kind of like ooh, like it comes up especially in a movie like that they're, they're playing some disco music bam american hustle and it's like <laughs> What what made that happen? What emotional thing just happened to me? You'd be like, oh shit, we're in nineteen seventy eight. Like the title card. That's besides the that, thing that just happened. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> you really you added to the discussion. That's like done. I haven't seen it. But it's like when that stuff's wasted, I hate it. It's yeah. like you know somebody else. I think you redo that. But um, yeah, you know, it just, I felt like great acting. They assembled a cool cast, but it's overall a letdown. I would say if you have the opportunity to either rent it or see it at like a B run, like a second run movie theater, you know, like three or four dollar tickets, it's worth. Yeah. Mm. If you can go to, if it's showing at the Laurelhurst and you can get some beers and some pizza and watch it, I think it's worth it. I don't. If, if nothing else, you can close your eyes four hours later and just masturbate all you want and know that you've saw. seen collectively three-fourths of amy adams tits well you see her full frontal rounds up to a full so you do i forgot about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how could forget? i how could you forget Wait, how have i not seen this movie Christ. wait go i'm going Check it. no matter what i just said it was really we were really close to seeing jennifer um lawrence lawrence jennifer's body too <laughs> i don't i don't want to see that because that would ruin any like image and imagination i have She's you know what's so person. funny? You know what's so funny about that to me? All right, so in this movie, you've got Amy Adams, you got Jennifer Lawrence. Amy Adams is sort of more sexy. It's like she's sort of throwing herself at at Christian Bale, and she does get naked, and she's like showing the side boob the whole time. Jennifer Lawrence is more like kind of funny. She has one sort of half sexy scene that's in all the trailers and stuff, but she never yeah. gets naked or anything. But like she still comes across as so endearing and likable. It's crazy. She couldn't get any more likable. Like America loves her, and it, she's so likable in this because movie she's too. A, she seems like a wonderful human being mm-hmm. as well. Legitimately, yeah, yeah, like, like the I, coolest yeah. person around. Yes. What the hell? It's because she, she, she shit her pants. Yeah, I was gonna say she can, she can shit her pants and talk about it. And she's so cool. great. She's so. I got to cool. get her on the pod. How are we gonna do it? <clears throat> Just ask her. 
Uh, no, send her an email. Tweet at her. Get a pretty, Could you drop pretty pretty active? Oh yeah, no, for sure. No, we're like yeah. I got her. I have her old AOL. Probably. So I don't think she tweets. Hey, what was her away message? Oh, uh, BRB fighting in Hunger Games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rob you nailed it. You were just telling me that you saw another really uh, cool full frontal, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched a movie Loveless on Netflix about Linda Loveless. Oh, and that's oh. got um, Amanda Karen. Seyfried. Yes. Yeah. Karen. Or Karen. <laughs> uh, same thing. From Mean Girls. Because that's how we all know her. Is Karen from Mean Girls? I forgot her real name. Do her boobs still predict? She has a great <laughs> rack. So, yeah. Fifty percent chance it's well, yeah. already raining. Like I have this side. Like I have this real soft spot for um, movies about seventies pornography. Because uh, Boogie Nights <laughs> is my favorite movie. And porn I have a so hard spot. So really so yeah. <laughs> soft. Those were the, the because I just porn. go until there's no more. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> what can I say about it? it was is it actually good? Was it a good movie? Eh, there were parts of it was okay. It was like should I watch it a, on Netflix? I would watch it on Netflix okay. if there's parts of it that are roof stoof, like because some terrible things happened to her. Okay, and it's okay. like it's, it's hard for me. I love Boogie it's Nights. It's my favorite movie of all time. So I'm always I'm like, why would I watch this movie about seventies porn when I could watch my favorite movie? Hmm. Like they both have awesome soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Peter Sarsgaard's in it, and he looks hide from that '70s show, so that's kind of off-putting. Uh, but Amanda Seyfried's naked, so if that, I mean, I recommend. Does it. she so actually get naked? Do you see her fully mm-hmm. naked? Uh, you see, you see her top. She's topless, like for the first forty minutes of the movie. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, what else can you say? She's a pretty good-looking gal. <laughs> boobs, am I right? Boobs. Guys are so predictable. It's like so your mind happy. goes blank and you're just like tits, 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 tits. So tits, happy tits, to tits, have tits. them. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right? <laughs> am I? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. They're cozy. So, I wish I had them. Do you? <laughs> I've tried using them to get out of tickets have. and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> pull me over and I'm like, well, maybe we can work something out. Well, and like, well, I'm two reasons here. <laughs> so I'm going to try to derail this before it gets totally off the, the deep Thank end. Thank you. Today. You know, that. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I don't, because there's something I just don't understand. I, I had a dream the other night and I don't get, I don't think I'm alone, but I don't get why your brain works this way. I had a dream. I used to play baseball. And so I have a lot of baseball dreams. But your brain always finds these weird ways, it seems like, to just fuck up your dreams. Like something is always I off. Wrong, yeah. Something doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was uh I was playing baseball I was in the dugout and the coach said, like, hey, go hit infield. And so like go grab the fungo. I don't know if you guys know what a fungo is. I have no idea no. what that Fungo-bat? is. A fungo is like a, a light bat with like super thin and then all of a sudden it has like a head on it and, it, oh. and it's, a, it's just like light and it's for hitting grounders and pop flies and stuff. And like sometimes pitchers do that. It's a weird thing. Baseball teams, pitchers like don't do hardly anything except pitch can't. like once every five days. And then other than that, you're like catching fly balls and hitting grounders and fl- pop flies to everybody. So they're like hit, hit, hit fungos, you know, and in my dream. It, I was like, yes, yes, cool, all right, and I, and I grab the fungo and I go to get the bucket of balls, and inside, instead of instead of baseballs, it's a it's a bucket of oranges, <laughs> and it's like, it's really and close. I woke up and I was like, what, what the hell? Mean? Why does your brain have to do that? Because I'm trying to hit oranges and they're like, they're like, they're like, just do you have a vitamin C deficiency? <laughs> well, I your have been at C for brain. quite a few months. I have scurvy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If that, they could have just eaten seaweed, they would have not gotten scurvy back in the day. Is that day. true? Really? Stupid yeah. pirates. Because seaweed has a bunch of vitamin C in it. Vitamin yeah. C. If I could travel back in time, I would be the best pirate ever. <laughs> yeah. So I would just cure scurvy. Oh, I just want I just want sushi now. What the fuck? Sushi. <laughs> sushi. I love sushi. I just think our brains are messed up. They're pretty and then they up. want to play games on us. Because it's not it's not cool. It, it always, ruins this good time. It always okay. This is it wears me out. And when you have a dream that you can have a conversation with somebody in your dream, mm-hmm. which is basically just you, Talking you don't to you don't know what that person is going to say. But your brain's but coming up with it. Yeah. yeah. How does that work? Or have you ever felt like now you can't never you can generally never remember anything the next day anyway. Yeah. But there's always stuff that sounds profound, and it's like, but that's coming from my own brain. Yeah. So it's like where is that coming from but it's probably not anything profound actually i have like i'll have dreams where it's just like amazing music and then i wake up and i can't remember it and it probably was nothing 
Like, if I could actually hear what I was... It was probably Green Day. And you it was probably Green Day, yeah. <laughs> it's just American Idiot on repeat. That's all I dream about. Yeah. You wake up just, like, punching the air in yes. your because you're just rocking too hard. Yeah. The creepiest dream it's... I ever had, and I... I mean, I, I have pretty weird dreams pretty consistently. It's just, like, a thing that happens to me, but I had... And this was before the movie Inception came out, but it was a straight-up, like, Inception-style dream. Like, I, I had this dream that... I was shortly thereafter I saw I was shortly after I saw the movie The Departed, which is one of my favorite movies, which is why I'm really excited to see Wolf on Wall Street. Me but too. um and I haven't yet, so don't ruin it for me, but um Stuff happens. <laughs> damn it. Stuff on Wall Street. Leonardo Caprio dances. <laughs> there's, there's a wolf on Wall Street. Um but I had this dream that I like somehow got involved with the mob and they were telling me that I was guilty of of some crime of like murder or something. And I was like, no, I, I didn't uh, that, do any hey, Mom, of this. That seems like it's pretty cool with you guys. So why are you? <laughs> they were trying to implicate me in some crime. And I was like, no, no, I didn't do this. And they were telling me like, no, if you did it, you would have these like black marks on your hands, like on your palms. Clearly. And from gunpowder, I don't remember what the details were, from but then loading your musket. I was, to... I, in my head, I had known that that was like that I had come to the, I had come to that this was like all of a, this was a dream that this wasn't real, that I wasn't going to be implicated for murder. And so I thought I woke up and I had, and I like looked at my hands and I had these like black marks Ooh. on my palms and I was like, what the fuck? That's pretty and crazy. I actually woke up then because I hadn't actually woken up and I for real woke up and I had my hands, I was like laying flat in my bed and I had my hands in front of my face and I was just staring at my hands, but it was just, Ooh, that's pretty crazy. It was so fucking that's weird. That's kind of lucid. That dream happened like esque. eight years ago and I still remember it perfectly because it was just the weirdest thing. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. I did not murder anyone though. Just mm. for the record. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Exactly. <laughs> You're getting real close to this microphone though. So watch it. Mm. Back up, buddy. Mm. There is just too much tension. <laughs> I like it. High I used tension. to have lucid dreams all the time, lucid and now that doesn't fun. happen. Yeah, I, I used to get them in college. I did that all growing up, all through. What? Like every time I dream, they're yeah. crazy. You train yourself to do that. I've had liquid dreams. I mean, well. it helps to it helps to train. <laughs> <It's not lucid. laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I got into it like uh, right after I graduated school and was living at home because it was like one of the only ways I could like relax. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. And like, I mean, I had a really shitty job and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, the only way like I could fall asleep and like completely like let the day go away was to kind of focus on lucid dreaming. I met Bono in a lucid dream. He was pretty cool. cool? How do you train yourself to lucid dream though? Like what is, okay. So you, what happens? I've read up on this. You have to do like, you have to test whether you're asleep or not, because when you're asleep, you don't know that you're asleep. So you can like, if you plug your nose and try and breathe through your nose, you can do that if you're awake, but not if you're asleep. So if you do that like a bunch, you'll kind of do it when you're dreaming too, because you're in the habit of doing it. So then you can. So do you just, okay. So you're like trying it. Like if I were to try it right now, you can you can't breathe. It's through not going to work, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Emily is dead. You never know. <laughs> she has tried to test if you're No, dreaming. but what I'm saying She's is like so when you try that and you're actually dreaming, do you, you yeah can you can do it? Yeah, you can breathe because you can breathe because you're not actually plugging your nose. I'm not cut out for this shit because it's already blowing. See, I haven't mind. even had enough dreams where I've even like been conscious enough to think about. Or, something or sometimes like that. you're just having a dream where it's so fucked up that you're like, this is clearly yeah. a dream. There's no way this is real. And, well, then... and like the way that like I kind of read about it was uh, like you would just focus on like relaxing and uh, falling asleep. But like you wouldn't because, you know, when you fall asleep, like you kind of toss and turn, you move your body like you just kind of find a comfortable. Oh, you don't. <laughs> Emily just lays down and just whoop, asleep. Um, I do. But like you, so you do that and like you just focus and you like, you just kind of breathe and it's almost like meditative and, um, you just like your body will start to be like, like make weird parts of you itch. So you have to scratch it or like want you to like move your legs. So it like keeps you awake, but you just kind of ignore that and you just kind of let it sink. And that way when you, you fall asleep, you're a little bit more aware and like, it just, it takes a little bit, it takes a while to kind of get used to it. But like, at least that's what I was doing. And maybe that's not lucid dreaming. And I just called it that, but like I just, know. I, yeah, that's what I did was just relax. You know, something myself. else I've heard about is that most people dream in black and white. 
So if you sit there and try to think about what color something is and you realize, oh my God, like I can't see in any color, then it could, it could bust you into lucid dreaming. People dream in black and white? Yeah, apparently most people do. I don't get that though because I feel like, first of all, how do we know that? Second of all. Second of all. I feel like I've dreamed a lot in color. Right. I feel like my dreams are in color. You feel like it or you know? They're fucking dreams. I don't know. Because you know what everything looks like and you know what color things are. So it's easy for you to kind of assume. But if you actually look and go, holy shit. you actually look at dreams? Yeah. If you actually pay attention and notice. But how do they know that dreams are in black and white? Oh, I don't understand science. That's a goddamn well, good point. People use Dreamcasts <laughs> to cast mm-hmm. their dreams. Yeah, Sega made them, I think. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> Are we just well. journaling about our dreams? Then we're like, everything well, was great. I think that's scale. what we solved. They probably this. did sleep tests. Sorry. Yeah, no. But sleep studies aren't going to tell you that. Well, if people say, all right, try to notice what color your dreams are. are over a hundred I'm nights. sleepy enough right now where I'm like, I'm going I'm to fucking Sounds very right appealing. Now. Well, you know, it's funny you should bring that up, going to sleep early. You can't do it tonight because it's New Year's Eve. Oh, uh, what time is oh, it? Is it? Oh, that's right. We're I not forgot. out having fun. We're recording at 10.40 on 10? New Year's Eve. I'm really sleepy right now. An hour Emily, and 20 Emily, minutes. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Patrick's Emily hitting me. doesn't so. like being Obviously, touched. I'm awake now. <laughs> it's hard to go to well, sleep. Well, I'm like on East Coast time still or something. I don't know. It's New Year's Eve. And, uh, Thank you. I, I think that we should... Such good petting over here. I think we should maybe go around and say uh, uh, what your New Year's resolution is. Maybe oh, maybe what you're thankful for in 13. Is, that's a, is that no, a No, that's good. I like both. We, you could do both. That's good. We could do both. You could do Resolution both. Resolution and what you're thankful for. I'm gonna I, go would, last. I would go vice versa. I would say what you're thankful for and what your resolution oh, is. Oh, okay. I would like to go last. Sir? Chad? I would like, I would like Chad? to go not first because it was... Okay. Um, I'm thankful for strengthening my friendships with the uh, with Rob and Chad, who are both in this room. Um, and I'm also thankful for creating friendships with Emily and Danny. Um, fuck you. F- I'm actually being serious <laughs> about that. Serious? Fuck is this um, guy? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so I'm, I'm really thankful for like strengthening and creating new friendships. Um, my resolutions, I have a couple, I, I have, uh, committed a little bit more to, uh, my animal rights diet. So I've, I've completely (laughs) given up meat. Everyone's laughing, but I'm serious. Um, I will eat extra to make up for it. Like you, you just calling it animal rights diet doesn't make it not bitch. douchey. <laughs> when I ordered that veggie more... pizza specifically for you, I said bury some sausage. <laughs> just just take the just take the grease from the other sausage pizza and dribble it on. Um, so those are like uh, that's my first New Year's resolution is to give up like uh, fish, which was the last meat I was eating, and uh, my other one is just to take. Um, performance more seriously so i'm going to take uh like music more seriously and acting more seriously and uh improv more seriously which (laughs) doesn't make any sense but yeah nice like it emily oh i thought you said mla like mla format i was like (laughs) that's what i'm saying that's what i'm thankful i will require i am citing i'm (laughs) citing myself uh in the (laughs) podcast uh uh yeah uh december 20 uh 31st 2013 uh 10:43 thank you oh what am i thankful for uh 2013 was a shit year for me actually so i'm thankful that it's over uh <laughs> that's really pessimistic um no i'm thankful for learning experiences and uh growing as a human being and learning to be selfish you got into grad school i did get into grad school i'm Ooh. thankful for my brain hey yo congratulations <laughs> shout, shout out, out to grad brain. school and brains <laughs> shout out to my brain um <laughs> no um thankful for yeah learning learning new things learning to be selfish which is a weird thing to That's be thankful good. for but yeah um my resolutions have more fun i want to keep having fun uh, I've been having a blast with improv and getting to know new people. And my other nerdy resolution on the grad school vein is to keep up my 4-0. Holla. Whoa. What, what? What, what? Yeah. I've never had a 4-0. I haven't either. This is literally no, the only time I have. I've come so close. I've come so close. 
My I have an older brother who's three years older than I am, and uh, I got into grad school technically before he did because he got a really late admit to grad school, but he started before I did because he goes to a semester school and I go to PSU, which is on quarters. <laughs> so uh, he did not get a 4.0 his first term of grad school. He got a 3.97. So that's <laughs> the whole Christmas break. I would just... How is that even possible? He got three nine seven. He got two A's and an A minus, and I was like, Ooh. "Oh, that's embarrassing." <laughs> I got a four zero, and he's like, "Um, well, I was really busy doing research and teaching my class." So. <laughs> what a nerd! And I was like, "Well, that's embarrassing for you." But uh, anyway, yeah, awesome. I'm gonna stop talking. Congratulations on a four zero in grad school. Oh, yeah, that's you. very impressive. Thanks, guys. That's cool. I'm super stoked. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Did you it's... get a four zero in theater or no? <sighs> Yeah, actually, I did get a 4 in all my theater classes. I'm pretty sure a crayon could get a 4 in theater <laughs> We used chalk. <laughs> you didn't have a crayon board? <laughs> um, oh, actually, man, okay, do that so as... side note, I did have a class where all I literally did was roll around in chalk. But uh, that's because I had a But it was kabuki major. theater. Uh, no, actually, it was Rasa boxes. I never took a kabuki class. I, okay. Don't you try and downplay my major, Patrick? Rob. You I'm had not, your time, I'm... Chad. Anyway, oh, Chad. Man. Okay, what am Chad, I thankful? What are you thankful for? What are your resis? I'm also thankful. 2013 is over because it's it's good that it's good that it's over. There was some shitty stuff. It was a him. shitty year. Yeah, it really so was. It really yeah. was. Um, it was Obama's inauguration. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not my president. Uh, so much gay marriage. What's oh, that the about? Worst. I had to go to a gay wedding and I was <laughs> outraged. So much love in the room. Yeah, what is that? It was terrible. They had been together for like 50 years. It was oh. disgusting. And then they're finally getting married. So obnoxious. Gosh, their love is so now. beautiful and disgusting. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> um, oh, and I'm, uh, I guess I'm thankful that even though I, I got kind of a useless major with at a, an expensive school that I have, uh, parents i can fall back on because that's been nice um and i'm that's thankful awesome. i'm thankful that i'm now able to like make enough money just doing stuff that i want to do which is nice for the moment anyway i mean so we'll see and then my resolution um i want to take piano a little more seriously um because i have a lot of free time and i should you know get better at that since that's kind of what i want to do so yeah we'll see anyway that's all I got. Good parents. Yeah. yeah shout, shout out, out to good parents. parents. Yeah. It's a Just big deal. Bill Love Pam, thank you. Bill and Pam, yeah. Very solid. Yeah. I think it's a, little, it's a little underrated. I don't know. Yeah, Definitely. I feel like our generation likes to shit talk our parents, but I'm like, yeah. I fucking love my parents. Yeah, I shit talk yeah. mine a decent amount, but they're they're pretty awesome when Cheryl. it really co- when it really comes down to it. Fucking like. killer. <laughs> you, you have a, you have a couple of parents, even if they're split up, that actually care at all. Yeah, and you've got a huge like. I never realized growing up how much of an advantage that was to have mm-hmm. like two parents who were together with like a stable financial situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like or just even just a... give a shit at all. About yeah, it. yeah, exactly. they care yeah, about yeah, you. Totally. They really yeah. do give a shit. They yeah. Lots my, of shits. my mom gives lots of shits. My parents. Yeah. Have my mom so gives many me shits. so many shits all the time. <laughs> That's all I get from my, all I get from my mom is shits all the time. <laughs> the question is, is, at this point in the podcast, is she still listening? Probably, yeah. Probably because she gives a lot of shits. Yeah. She found we out. need listeners. I hope she's tuning no, in. No, she will listen. Yeah, she <laughs> found out about our sex show and that was awkward. Yeah, ruined it. Yeah. Did you guys actually talk about sex? Well, the the uh-huh. the, the joke of our sex show was neither one of us was really having any sex. So, so who uh, better to talk who about those memories? Who better to dispense information about yeah. sex than it was always awkward when we got like legitimate like relationship questions like I really like this girl and I just don't know what to do should I tell her it's like f- we uh sure you really should not be <laughs> yeah asking <laughs> us it was like uh, we'll tell you what here's, we would do in that yeah. situation here's what I would I would just like go to a party that she's at and then just sit in the corner and drink and be like <laughs> and hopefully she'll like come up and talk to you because. Girls like guys yeah. who sit in the corner. Girls and go, <laughs> love awkward guys in the corner yeah. making weird noises. I always, from watching movies, I thought the best way to get women was to go, like, stand out and just, like, look mysterious. Because mm. they always did, like... Did that work for you? Or? No. <laughs> of course not. It no. didn't. Nope. Absolutely not. 
but that's such a movie trope is like the right. mysterious guy like looking out and then she like comes up and asks him stuff and he has always like really vague answers yeah like where are you yeah. from like well where is you were any of us from? you were heavily <laughs> influenced by west bentley in american beauty yes so you just had a, a plastic bag fluttering about you <laughs> yes at all times rob how about you let's see thank uh thankful uh yeah i mean like it's nice this year's over it's it's a year I don't know if it's any better or worse than other years. RIP 2013. RIP 2013. Yeah. Uh, thankful. Uh, a lot of personal growth this year. Uh, I grew like a half inch, which was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I thought I stopped growing. Um, thankful for old friends, Simon and Garfunkel. That's great. Yeah. And new friends. Yeah, that was in Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. That was a good little cameo. From and um, no, thankful for Nicolas Cage, always and forever. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Nick Cage. When is he going to write that book about his acting? He's uh, Nouveau Shaman. Nouveau Shaman. Nouveau Nouveau uh, no, in all seriousness. Uh, I honestly like him. Uh, me too. Uh, can I so just do say who doesn't like him? We are. Yeah. We're, we're, okay, good. This is a safe space for Nick Cage fans. Good. I'm glad. I mean, Nick Cage, I like him in every, just about everything. Yeah, yeah Guy he always, he gives Gone in 60 seconds? Awesome. I mean, Memphis Reigns? Vampires. Oh, Memphis Vampires Reigns. Kiss? Vampires Kiss. When he's like, yes, okay, let's go. That's the moment when he's just like, let's ride. Let's roll. I like okay. He was able to win an Oscar in a movie where he's saying, "You turn me on, barum." It's a yeah. Las Vegas. Anyway, sorry, I'm gonna stop. That's a really good movie. It, it is, is a good movie. No, he's a, yeah. yeah. Uh, Please, go ahead. Yeah, that's. I've been mean, thankful for you guys because you're. Yeah. I mean, Chad and Patrick and my family and Emily and Dan. It's nice to meet you. And it's yeah. great to have this so solid and, group in Portland. Yes, and uh, yeah. yeah, resolutions. I don't make resolutions because I'm gonna fail. I yeah. set the bar low. Yeah, uh, yeah I usually no, no, I'm like really. always I want to have more fun. That's my resolution every year. It's yeah. like I want to have more fun than I did last year. Mm. Uh, That's a good resolution. So and it's, and I don't have to go to the gym to do it. So it's <laughs> good. All right, well I'll just finish yeah. up with mine. Uh you know, I'm happy that I've kept this podcast going for the last full year. Uh, probably ahead. haven't missed a week in twenty thirteen, which wow. is a pretty big accomplishment for me. It's very impressive. Uh, had a lot of kind of change, uh, but kind of got through that pretty well, been doing pretty well lately. And, uh, I'm really, 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 really happy that I decided to do improv in like what June or July when we first did that level one, something like that. Yeah. That was like one of the biggest decisions in this relative time of my life at all that I decided to do. Which is so cool. I mean, it worked out so well. I'm so happy I did it. And I'm I'm not totally sure exactly why it's funny because so many people have asked me like, oh, well, why? what made you do that? And I'm just like, I have no idea. I don't remember why at all. It just sounded cool. Because I, like, I, I needed to. Like there was nothing yeah. else going on at the time. It, it's funny though. It's like, yeah, that's just, I don't know. I was drawn to it at some uh, at some level. I don't know. Are we talking about why we got into improv? Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's my res- well, that, that's one of the things I'm thankful for in 13 oh. is that I decided to do it. Yeah, totally. And I mean, it's yeah, it's been so successful and fun <clears throat> and... It's great. I would advise it to anybody that thinks at all you might want to try it. You should do it. Good people. Get in there. Yeah. And if nothing else, just friends. I mean, it turns out I went from uh, really not needing a ton of friends to all of a sudden needing friends. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like a really good built-in thing to meet some people and hang out and do stuff. And then just for your own kind of – if you think you want to do it at all, I don't know. It's fun. It's good life skills. It's really fun. I I love the shit out of it. It's it's just a good way to live your life. Yes, and. Yes, and. Absolutely. Just, just like that movie, you know, with, uh, what's his name? Jim Carrey, yeah. It's Ventura and uh, When Nature Calls. Yes. Yeah, not his best, right. but it's, <laughs> it's you know, something he did. Uh, resolutions, I would say continuing improv and uh, continuing this podcast, continuing the, or really kind of starting the, the improv podcast. I'm excited about that. HQimprov.com, baby. Got Holla. it off the ground. Uh, Monday, I'm going to put out the first episode of that. So Sweet. tune in for that, baby. Uh, and we're going to keep that going. And um, what else? What else? I would love to figure out some way to get a f- some sort of film project off the ground, even if it's just some tiny little short or something. That would be a goal for the year because I have that, that itch. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that's it. 2014 going to be a big... A big, big year. Pretty exciting. Yeah, love that. Uh, you know, I love the idea of getting into 2014. You know what else I love? Audible, baby. That's right, Audible. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you want Audible provides uh, audio books. Uh, they have like 200,000 of them, and you can get one for free 
And you can get a you can download it onto your phone, computer, your tablet. You could probably listen to it on like your Roku TV. I, you have some old school MP3 player. You can Literally to whatever that. you want to use. Does Audible only have books, or do they have other things? They have. God damn it! Do you do you know more than I know? <laughs> oh wow! No, because uh, they have like comedy specials. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah, uh, and they have like episodes of Charlie Rose. Yeah, and uh, just, Fresh Air with Terry Gross. So. Yeah, Audible's really wow. great. Lots of spoken word I, stuff. I listen to a lot of podcast advertisements, so uh-huh. I know what's <laughs> up. Uh-huh. I should. That's. Uh, that's I'll we're add not, that to my resolutions. So we're not talking about changing a foot, uh, playing football. No, like in the okay. I was yeah. very resolution. Uh, clean up the live reads. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Audible. I I love Audible. I use Audible, and uh, you can get yourself a free book and a free two week trial. I have audibletrial.com dot com huge quickly at least once. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's great. I just I just listened to uh well I started um I started this is super dorky, but I started listening to uh Freedom to Choose by Milton Friedman, my favorite economist. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully everybody has a favorite economist. <laughs> I know he's mine, obviously. <laughs> Friedman, baby. Is, literally is there any other economist? He has this super great idea um, for in, no, for, for uh, federal income taxes that I subscribe to. What is it? Uh, the Wait, idea. I don't want to talk about this. No, hold the, on. I'll, I'll, I'll in, condense the du- it. in the dumb person's version, what is it? I'll condense it into like a one minute thing. His idea is now. Hold. Let me finish before you judge. Uh, the idea is a refundable tax credit with a flat tax. So it ends up being a progressive tax. So let me explain. So what you would do is uh, you would give like a. Let's just say hypothetically you wanted to give a 33%, one third of your income is federal income tax, bam. But then you have a $10,000 refundable tax credit. So if you made $0, you would get $10,000 back. So, and that works yeah. all the way up. So if you, um, uh, so if you made $100,000 a year, your federal tax bill would be $33,000 minus 10,000, you'd pay 23. If you made $30,000 a year, you'd owe 10 minus the 10, you'd pay zero. So anywhere in between, it's a progressive tax, but yet you're getting a little bit back if you make very little. The more you make, you pay a little bit more with a max of 33% or whatever percentage you want to make. And then you can adjust that percentage and the amount of the Hmm. refund to whatever you really wanted to accomplish your goal. So it's like a there's no disincentive to earn more money because you're still paying some taxes but you're not paying a crazy amount. There's no big jumps. It's just Yeah, but you're not overtaxing. Yeah, if you if you made 20 grand a year, I'm not great at math. You you would owe uh you'd owe less than what your bill is. You'd get a little bit back. So, yeah. and it's not it's not a amount it's not a huge amount. And the other idea was too that instead of instead of you just getting cash back, that you'd get some sort of the, his idea was like a new sort of currency that would be, could only be used for like housing and food and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a credit that could be used almost like food stamps. So anyway, that's my condensed version. I, I wish like it. everyone could see how excited I Danny look forward was to your economics podcast. <laughs> I like it. It's good, man. I, you know, it's simplified tax code. I'm all for it. I feel like this is interesting. It I, is. When I said I didn't want to talk about it, I lied it sounds, a little bit. It sounds very interesting. But I also well, think that it's about four hours too late for me to be thinking about this. Well, the only thing I'll add is that when people say like, oh, I want a flat tax because it simplifies everything, people just go, oh, well, yeah, it's regressive and fuck that. But if you said, yeah, okay, I want a flat tax, I think that's but, exactly what Fox News said. but you get this refundable tax credit added on, bam, all of a sudden it becomes not regressive and it right. still becomes or still stays really simple, but hmm. you're not, it's not regressive. Hmm. So I like it. I'm going to have to meditate. And it's better on than this. something like a sales tax because I don't think you want to discourage people buying and selling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna have yeah. to meditate on this a little bit. <laughs> meditate. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you have a nice little uh, uh, lucid dream in the middle of that meditation. Ooh. Wow! And something this is that just might a really help. Learning experience today. Yeah. Call yeah. back. Yeah, good and call maybe back. something that could help you go to sleep is a nice sound. Thinking about economics on, makes on me go to sleep Audible. real quick. Oh, perfect. I know. <laughs> I know. I wish I could go back now and pay more attention because I just. I became Thank a good you. student the last like two weeks mm. of college. All of a sudden, I was mm. into it, and then mm-hmm. I was out. It was like, wait, oh, there's some, re- there's wait, some this stuff shit's really me. cool. I know. <laughs> all my all my professors all had the same view of me. They're like, you 
are a good student and I think you like econ and you're smart, but why don't you come to class and why don't you do your homework? Because like, beer. That's why. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I have that excuse. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what's up, but yeah. So uh, I'll go back. I'll I'll go get a master's in econ or something, and 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 keep going with Milton Grad Friedman's school's politics. the worst. Well, I need to work at the school and get my free tuition, like you. That is what you need to do. It's not free. I know it's, it's pretty, pretty close, cheap. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody for for stopping by. You know, uh, uh, just uh, welcoming 2014 New Year's Eve. You know, hope you guys are having a good time. And Yay. I'm missing I'm missing Chris big time. He's gonna be back next week. Love you, Chris. And, You're uh, okay, thanks, Chris. Chad. Thanks, Rob. Thank thanks, 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 Patrick. Us. Thanks, Emily. It's been thanks. great. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Happy Happy 2014. Bye bye. Yeah.